Welcome back to the Suraj podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Jahangir was deluded by his ministers and Chandu into thinking that he had some inauspicious horoscope that had come over him and that the only way he would be saved from it would be to send Guru Hargobin to the Gwalior fort or prison and have the Guru recite the divine name over a rosary for 40 days. So chapter 59 now starts off talking about how Jahangir, since he had heard the news uh, from his corrupt astrologer, since that time he was anxious, he forgot to eat all day, and only after his attendants told him over and over again did he eventually eat anything that day. So Jahangir was just torn up by this anxiety after listening to the four or five ministers with Jandu who had told him about that. Uh, potentially fatal news. So Jahangir then quickly mounted his elephant and went to the encampment of Guru Hargobind. And he only brought with him a few men. Jahangir along the way was so frightened that he didn't even enjoy any sight on the way. And when he reached Guru Hargobind, he bowed down and placed some very fine and very beautiful offerings in front of the Guru. So he sat close to the Guru but didn't say a word. His anxiety and worry was just visible on his face. Guru Hargobind saw this and then asked about it saying, Emperor, tell me, what's going on? What's making you have this expression on your face? Your face isn't glowing like usual. It looks like you've lost a lot of money from gambling. Your eyes look very different and you aren't saying anything. So what's wrong? What's made you so sad? Jahangir heard this. And then replied saying, what can I say? It's hard to say things that shouldn't be said. But there is something I have to tell you. So listen, and I'll tell you everything about it. Saur Sati, the inauspicious seven and a half year period has come over me. My astrologer has told me this. And there isn't anything anyone can do except for you. If you intervene with your hand, you shall make me well again. If you go into the Gwalior Fort, staying there, remembering the name of Allah on your rosary and if you spend 40 nights there doing that then this power of this inauspicious time that will be removed and I'll be well after if you perform all of this task Guru Hargobind heard this and understood the real cause of this request how Chandu had got with the others and deluded Jahangir's mind Guru Hargobind thought there well now if I stop and I deny this request of Jahangir, then he'll be extremely sad and will have a doubt in his mind about me. And if I don't go, then these slanderers in the background will openly speak ill of me. The relationship with the emperor has now been ruined and Jahangir doesn't even know why. So Guru Hargobind thought about this carefully and then said, Jahangir, there is no Sarasati, there is no seven and a half year period bad horoscope that's come over you. No pain or illness has come near you. I've seen this clearly. You're a well. But that person now who has this inauspicious time come over and that person won't find any way of escaping it. You'll see for yourself the death that will eat him. That person, as a result of their evil deeds, will experience the most wretched death. And if by going into the Gwalior Fort, 
your well-being will arise, well then I will go and I will recite the divine name for you and all your pain will be removed. So Jahangir was really relieved when he heard this that the power of the Sarasati, this inauspicious time will be removed. He then said, Tan Guruji, blessed are you Guruji who is perfect in every way. You destroy the pain of those who seek your sanctuary. And now I have total faith that I won't be affected at all. So please, be graceful upon me and do this recitation on my behalf. So after this, Jahangir then wrote a letter to the head commander of the fort in which it said, Guru Hargobin will come to this fort and spend 40 days in recitation for my behalf. Find him a good spot in the fort and give him anything he requires. Always keep him happy, clasp your hands together and accept anything they ask of you. Go to him at least once a day and ask if he is well and if he needs anything. So after writing this, Jahangir then bowed down to Guru Hargobin and he desired to go back home. So Guru Hargobin then said to Jahangir that we'll spend the night here but tomorrow morning we'll go to the fort to remove your pain and then after we'll destroy all the evil and wicked people that need to be punished. So Jahangir heard this and just said, I am in your command. He said this and then he went back to his place. Guru Hargobin started to get his stuff ready and then he told the six there. He said, five six should accompany me. The rest of the battalion should remain here. Their orders are to remain ready and to take care of the horses. You are to continue the communal kitchen here for everyone and to keep an ear to the ground, to have intel on everyone. Guru Hargobind said this and then to the Masans, the community leaders that were there, he said, do not worry, I will be back in a few days. Very thoughtfully take care of everyone here. Always remain at the ready when you are here. So Guru Hargobind and the six ate and they went to bed in the morning. Guru Hargobind then left with the five six, reaching the gates of the Gwalior fort. The head commander there at the fort was named Hardas. He was a Sikh of Guru Hargobind and he would consistently and constantly meditate on the opportunity to be close with the Guru, to have the Guru's divine sight darshan. Because of his demanding job, he wouldn't have the time to go up and travel to Punjab. In this fort, in this prison, they had many important rajas, kings of various states, which could not be left unattended. So he was so busy, he couldn't leave the fort even briefly. So for this reason, he never had the opportunity to go see Guru Hargobind. And when this letter of Jahangir reached him, and he saw the name of Guru Hargobind on this letter, he was overjoyed. So now when Guru Hargobind reached the gate, Hardas was there waiting for him. And he saw the Guru and he bowed down. He got up, he was really happy that Guru Hargobind was there, and he helped the Guru enter the fort. When they were inside, Hardas left, Guru Hargobind shortly to go look for a suitable residence for the Guru. And when he found one, he began getting it ready. He brought there a very large, beautiful bed, placed on it some really fine sheets. He brought Guru Hargobind into this residence area and requested the Guru sit on the bed while he would sit on the floor. Hardas then said as he clasped his hands, I've heard of your great praise. And for the longest time I've desired your divine sight, your darshan. You know all the secrets in everyone's heart. And that's why you've come here to answer my prayer. You've blessed me so much just with this opportunity. 
Whatever your servants ask of you, you deliver it to them. So Guru Hargobin heard and saw the great love Hardas had for him, and he replied, saying, If anyone has such love for the Guru's house, in this world and in the next, they will experience great peace. Guru Nanak is the master of the entire world, and he quickly bestows all the four gifts on his servants. Hardas heard this and was so happy. Anything Guru Hargobin needed, Hardas would have sent to the Guru. The kings that were in that fort, they all had life sentences, so they would never get out. And when they heard that Guru Hargobin had come here, they were all really happy. They were so happy, it was as if they had gotten out. They all came to Guru Hargobind, they clasped their hands together. They came to receive the divine sight of Guru Hargobind. All the kings had ripped clothes, they were tied up in anxiety, so they had become very weak. In their hair and beards, they had a lot of lice. And around their ankles, they had these heavy chains. They were so broken, they had no hope that one day they might get out. They were separated from their family. Day and night they were in pain. It was like Jarasand, who in the Mahabharata had captured all of the kings. And now those kings had saw Krishna, knowing that Krishna would release them. So in the same way, these kings, when they saw Guru Hargobind, they had their hope reignited. Guru Hargobind, when he saw them, he comforted them gracefully. Guru Hargobind would provide for the kings food. And whatever money and supplies had come from Jahangir to Guru Hargobind in the prison, Guru Hargobind would use that and feed those in need in the fort. So every day, Prashad was distributed to all corners of the fort. The prisoners and even the soldiers uh, were given Prashad. No one was left hungry in the prison. Everyone now began to eat very tasty food. Any Prashad left over would be distributed to the people who lived outside of the fort. And a few days passed like this. But Guru Hargobind did not eat anything. And the five six that were there in close proximity, Jetha, Purana and them, they saw this and they were worried. They clasped their hands together and said, Guru Hargobind, why are you not eating? If you're not eating and we're eating, then our eating is cursed. Guru Hargobind then replied saying, this isn't food that we are going to eat. If you want me to eat, you should go out and work honestly for some money and then go buy some food from these honest earnings. Make food from that and from that I'll eat. Otherwise, well, we'll just eat the air for as long as I'm here in the fort. So they heard this and said, okay, we will go and from our own hands, we will earn money from which we'll buy food. This type of command and work is a blessing to us. So they got the blessings, the permission from Guru Hargobin, and then they set off outside of the fort to find work. Some found work at a foundry. Uh, they were telling the foundry owner there that they would work very hard. And they began to work from basically uh, dawn till dusk with a hammer in hand, working hard in that uh, very hot foundry. So they earned some money in this way, a silver rupee. They took that and bought flour, very fine rice, ghee, sugar, milk. The milk they took to the guru and placed all the rest of it in the kitchen. Later that day, they began to make food for the guru who then ate the food. Everyone now was happy and really relieved. And this was kind of the schedule. This was their way of earning money every day now and cooking for the guru. So 
That's how chapter 59 concludes. And in the next chapter, we'll hear more about Guru Hargobind's state in the Gwalior prison. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Shut up, Shut up. Shut up. Shut up.